1: control alt wow the podcast for those of us who love world of warcraft and love making many alts today is sunday march 8th 2009 i'm Aprillion, your host oh and it's uh episode 105 entitled (laughs) dailies dailies and more dailies and with me right now is Asheo, my co-host hi sheo
0: good afternoon Aprillion. how are you Excellent uh, weekend here in Australia, so uh, that just means more whale time. Yeah,
1: and you know, we're catching up with you. Um, we have 60 degree weather here, which is warm, if you don't know. Unusual for March? Unus- very unusual for March. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, Glanther's going to be joining us later, or joining me later, since we're doing the split recording. And we've gotten some feedback on it, and people have said they like the new format, so... I mean, it works, and it's better for both, for you guys. Since I have uh, the weekend off, I'm fine. So, to, in this episode, uh, we're going to do a Acheo's, what you've been doing, and uh, maybe Bladed Edge, and then I'll come back and put in everything else. So, sit back and listen, and what have you been doing?
0: Well, don't, people don't need to know that. You're just going to stitch it all together, and it'll be And seamless. it'll be magic. What are you talking about? It's all there. Yes.
1: We, uh, we didn't even notice.
0: That's right. But, um, I've actually been uh, away for work uh, a fair bit this week, so um, didn't uh, – Get to play anywhere near as much as as what I used to, um, so um, yeah, it, it's been a bit of a different week for me. I missed my uh, uh, scheduled Nax run with uh, with um, DWP, so the ten man Nax team. But well, luckily, we had a an impromptu weekend attempt at some some uh, other bosses that we haven't tried yet, and uh, we uh, one shotted the instructor, which was which was fun because I haven't actually seen that since uh, Nax was in Eastern Plaguelands when I did that back in the original game. And I remember on my Alliance Guild trying to get him down and and we just ground our teeth on glass for that for God knows how long. I I can't remember how long, but I I remember it was extremely painful. You know, this is is back in 40-man raid, trying to get the instructor down.
1: So now with the boss nerf and maybe better gear, it was a little bit of both
0: and skill. Well, yeah, well, yeah, skill. It's all down to skill. That's right. Nothing to <laughs> do with uh, the, the making the the dungeons any easier in, in in Wrath. No, not at all. It's all about my skill. Yep. Yeah. We we one shot him basically, and uh, yeah, it was. It was a lot easier than what I remembered. I remember having to do all these horrible line of sight tricks to stay out of the way of the boss, and we just basically stood there and the two tanks tanked and off tanked him back and forth and and shot him down. Oh. So that was pretty cool. Then we went and tried that patchwork because we haven't done patchwork before, and and patchwork is, is pretty much a a gear check. You know, it's a, it's a DPS race. You can't get him down before he enrages. Then yeah, he goes spastic and kills everybody in about three seconds flat. So um, well, I was actually surprised because our our DPS is kind of all over the place. It, there's you know there's some players that haven't yet geared up at all, and and only a couple of players that have that have obviously been you know, well geared up in in twenty five man necks and and we one shot him as well. So we we're pretty impressed with that. We got all, we got all confident and, and uh, moved on to Grobulus and uh, yeah, and that's where we came to a grinding halt. As Grobulus is that boss that that drops the uh, slime balls everywhere and the and the clouds of of poison that, that that drop off people, and they need to be standing out of the way uh, when they drop it off. Otherwise, the big the room just fills up with big. Clouds of poison that everybody dies in, and that's pretty much what happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's—I mean, that's—that's that's not a fight you—you you walk into with uh, a bunch of people that haven't seen it before and, and expect to get it down in the first couple of tries. So, yeah, we did all right. We learned the fight and and moved him round. So it's it's kind of good to uh, you know, there's there's a nice fine line between just storming into an instance and just aoeing down the whole lot you know all, all i'm doing is yeah, you know, rain of fire and and you know the tank you have an aoe tank that that holds aggro on a whole bunch of mobs and then the, all the dps just aoes everything down and, and that's pretty boring really because it's just there's no skill it's just it just happens you don't have to worry about anything and then at the other end of the scale is Know, where you're just wiping time and time again on the same boss and not making any progress. It's I, I like it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It's it's a bit challenging, but yeah, you're not um, grinding and, and spending hundreds of gold on repairs over and over and not getting anywhere. So it's good. I'm enjoying that.
1: Oh,
0: cool. Yeah, and uh, we did the making good progress with in the 25 man. Next with Guppers on Friday night. We started in the Construct quarter this week, and we one-shot the first three bosses in that quarter and got to Thaddeus, who's the, the last boss in that quarter. And Thaddeus is the one that you need to fight a, a, a couple of mobs first and get them down and then leap over a big gap onto the platform where the boss is. So... <laughs> So uh, the first first part of the fight is, can everybody actually leap over the gap and get to a
1: position? <laughs> yeah, some people aren't very good at leaping. Oh, before you go on, I just wanted to ask a question. When you say one shot, you mean you did it in one without wiping? You don't mean you, without, you came in, without. shot him once, and he went down?
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> we didn't, we yeah. didn't wipe and have to go in and try again. Yeah,
1: you are awesome, but not that awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I just cast my incinerate spell and the bosses died. Wow, look at that. I crit for thirteen million.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, so on the Thaddeus, the, the pressure was on, and, and I failed the pressure test. And, and the first time round, I actually missed the jump, <gasps> uh, and I think it was it was more that there was so much stuff. I blame scrolling combat text. I couldn't actually see the edge edge of the ledge because there was that much stuff scrolling up with the scrolling combat text that I didn't jump in time and I fell. And uh, I came around and, and leapt back over again, thinking I'll I'll just run back again.
1: I, I just want but, to catch the listeners up to in case you, <laughs> you are a you haven't been listening to every episode. But there was a time when we were in Shadowfang Keep, and there's a point where you have to no no um what is it Black Rock no <laughs> Black,
0: Fathom Deeps. Black
1: Fathom Deeps. I'm sorry, yeah. where you have to jump. And I had a horrible time. Plus, I had multiple characters trying to, because I was dual or triple boxing, trying to jump right. over this thing. And and I was mocked by a Sheo for not <laughs> being able to jump. in
0: hysterics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, it's my comeuppance. Th- the circle, it's a f- come full circle. So,
0: go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the next problem with Thaddeus is he... Um, After you have fought him for a very short time, he puts a a charge on people, either a negative or a positive charge. And, of course, you need to decide in advance which side the people with the positive charge are going to stand on and which side the people with the negative charge are going to stand on. Because if you have a positive and negative um, people standing together, bad things happen. You'll blow up and die.
1: Yeah, we learned that from Star Trek.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So… Um, but when you actually go into the fight, you don't have a charge. And so because I'd missed the jump and I turned around and then leapt over, by that time everybody had a positive and negative charge and I ran into a, ran into the group and kind of tried to stand off on the side but I didn't have a charge so bang, I, I was dead anyway. Oh. So yeah, that didn't go well. There, there were a, a bunch of people kind of – and, and of course once you've got the charge, you need to – uh, swap side. If you if you swap charge, you need to swap sides, and you need to do so without running people that are coming in the other direction swapping charge, because then you're standing next to them. So it's it's like okay, well, we're all going to run in an anti-clockwise direction and and steer clear, well clear of the boss. And it it took a couple of us tries <laughs> to even get that bit right, and you know, a couple more times, you know, some more people missed the jump and. And some more people didn't move fast enough when we got the charge and it just didn't – he has an enraged timer as well and, you know, we just didn't have enough DPS to, to get him down at uh, I think probably about five tries, I reckon, and uh, and we sh- we, k- we killed him. Oh, cool. Which we're really impressed with and, and it, was, it was pretty clear that we had the DPS to do it and we were actually going to do it. And I reckon it must have been about 20 seconds before the end of the fight and my hard drive goes – Which is a a sure sign that I'm about to get disconnected, and sure enough, I got disconnected. And I'm sitting there in in the in because I had two logins and and only a shao got disconnected for some reason. I don't know why my other window didn't get disconnected. About twenty seconds later, twenty four spams in guild chat, you know, achievement, you know, construct quarter complete. <laughs> I'm like, no way. No. And I didn't see my name there and, and I logged back in and but uh, I had the achievement. I was oh, actually
1: oh, good. <laughs>
0: uh, classified as being there even though I was, wasn't was there. So, yes, I've, I've now completed Her- heroic construct quarter in, in Nax, which was uh, without even being there, which, which I was pretty, pretty happy with. Congratulations. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, tear pants dropped and uh, I rolled a nine. Yeah. yeah. Yay me. Single <laughs> digits.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I suck so bad at rolling. Uh, so I didn't get them but uh, that's alright. And what else? I've been doing a, a bunch of heroics this week. Uh, my mate uh, Black Black Angel his Death Knight Hit eighty um, a week or so ago, mm-hmm. so he's been trying to gear up. I made him a whole bunch of stuff on the shield with my my, my blacksmith, but uh, we started running some heroics with him. Ran uh, heroic uh, gun Gundrak and thrown Keep and Halls of Stone, and uh, <laughs> he was he was over the moon with the uh, the plate gear that was dropping. He's he's getting uh, upgrades left, right, and centre. So. And and in the process of that, I hit exalted with the Kirin tour, which came as a complete surprise to me. It's always nice when you hit exalted with a faction and wasn't expecting it. Oh, cool. Uh, but there wasn't – I went and spoke to the quartermaster and said, okay, pal, what have you got for me? And he said, N- nothing, <laughs> nothing for you. <laughs> come back next time so,
1: thanks for playing
0: the <laughs> <for> playing <laughs> i don't even know why i was wearing their tabard i should really plan ahead and and look with it, <laughs> it was uh, yeah there was there was i think maybe the when i put it on the the chess piece was going to be an upgrade but uh, it's it's not anymore so never mind doesn't matter
1: do you do any dailies
0: I'm doing the Sons of Hodea dailies, oh, okay. and haven't really done that much this week because, as I said, I've been away. But um, the I'm pretty much got the the thrusting Hodea's spear down pat now. That's that's the one where you get swept up in the Drake's um, talons and and need to attack him with this spear, and then he throws you in his mouth, and you, you need to stab at him with a spear. And
1: do you do it naked? Yeah.
0: No. No, I've I've um I I passed on that advice I, I figured <laughs> well if I do it naked and, and there's no pain for me in having to pay for repairs then I then I probably won't get any better at it. So right. if i if I have to pay for these repairs, mm-hmm. you know extra incentive to to uh, to perfect it. You know, I've pretty much got it down pat now. It's only once or twice that I've um stuffed up and and you know, Hit a button when I shouldn't have, and and not have enough grip, and and lost my grip, and sometimes that the, I, th- I think the biggest problem I have with it is is waiting for the for the big thrust. I'm waiting until I do a dodge, and and sometimes because it's just random between how long he he you know, goes to grab at you. Um, sometimes the space in between those can be really big, so you kind of waiting. And it's like, come on. <laughs> Grab me, so I can do a dodge and stab you, but he doesn't. So you know, the whole time you're losing health, but you're not doing any damage to him or, or, or big damage to him. So, and then of course, as as soon as you do the big thrust, you know, it, it goes on to cool down, and and then you then you you know you, you miss a dodge and you can't do the thrust. So, sorry, go on. What are you going to say?
1: Oh, I was going to say you can't t- you can't take any mana or I mean can, not mana, but any potions or anything while you're.
0: No, I no. don't think so. <laughs> Can't do anything. The only thing I the kid um, did do that uh, I, th- I think it actually helps is like on the on the priest. I'll do a a, a heal over time and bubble so that I'm you know, the, the initial damage I'm taking is is kind of um, healed. Oh, cool. But but once you're underway, then they, you you pretty much just have to fight it out. So they're the really the only dailies I've been doing. I'm I'll, I'll doing the one out of uh, Brunhilde Village, which is the the one where the, the you get a chance of a mount dropping in the reward bag. All so right. I've, I've done that a few times and um, just get bloody snowballs and um, food <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, completely useless. So that that doesn't build rep with anybody. It's just, I think the only reason anybody ever does that is because there's the chance of a mount dropping. So I'll I'll probably persist with that. And the last heroic, well, one of the the last heroics I did this week was heroic Oculus. Um, And a lot of people don't like heroic Oculus or, or Oculus even in general because the last boss fight, you actually do mount it on a drake. And all you've got is you know, a, a couple of different attacks. And, you know, you've there's three different drakes. There's a, a tank drake, a DPS drake, and a healing drake. And you know, you, you'd expect that there would be one tank and one healer and, and three DPS. And, and all you've really got is one or two buttons to to, to build up some some thread or build up some some stacks that are going to do damage and then do a massive damage. And there's a, there's one that does a, a time stop and uh, Dills had actually uh, achieved it uh, one day and I, I whispered to him and said, hey, you're going to have to show me uh, how you did that because uh, I need to run that as well. And he says, tomorrow, okay, as soon as it resets, we'll do it tomorrow. So um, Dills and Keeley, there's a couple of the people that had, had run that, we got a group together and and uh, and went and ran Herak Oculus and... Uh, we got the got the boss down. Was the, so I hadn't come anywhere close to getting anywhere near getting the, the boss down and actually managed to complete it really quite easily. And, and that was my last heroic dungeon for Northrin. So I got Northrin Dungeon Master.
1: Oh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> so, so does that come with a title?
0: No, there's oh. no title for that. I think oh. there might be – I don't know. I need to look because there's – there's obviously all the uh, um, uh, classic dungeons and the the Burning Crusade um, heroics as well, and I've, there's a there's a bunch of those heroics that I haven't done, um, and I, I need to run those as well. Like Is there a, a classic dungeon raider, Outland raider, Glory the Hero. Uh, there, yeah. There's, there's um, titles and rewards. There's actually proto Drake for for doing uh, a whole bunch of difficult achievements in in heroic modes. But uh, I'm not anywhere near getting those by the looks of things. Mm. Yeah. So and I, I don't know that I will. I don't know that I can push myself to go back and uh, do some of the heroics in Outlands or even find groups that want to do it, maybe as a some sort of event one day Uh, might go back and do it, but um, yeah, better things to do with my time than than go back and do a heroic ramparts (laughs) I don't don't think I'm going to find many people that want to do that Uh, unless they're working on the achievements, of course Right. yeah and I've been still trying to get the, the Drake mount out of uh, Heroic Culling of Strathhome. I've run that three times this week. Uh, the first two times, there was only two of us rolling on the mount. Oh, I lost it both times. Mm-hmm. So, got, got a nine. I'm good at rolling numbers under 10. <laughs> I think I got a nine both times. Uh, and then the, the last time. Oh, the the actually the second time was with uh Dills on his on his death night and we just we just tore through it. We romped it in. We we had minutes to spare. And uh, apparently he was, he was having some sort of uh tat uh tat with uh, Gaffoni about you know, how hard or easy that is and so uh, yesterday he gets back on Dills and we, we um get Gaffoni to come in on, on his death night and says, Come on then, you yeah. know, Put your put your money where your your mouth is, and and uh, that's not the way around. Where around is it? Put your mouth. Put
1: your what's money the where saying? your mouth is. That's it, what. It, yeah. yeah, yeah he said it right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come in and take this for us. And I, I was kind of in. Um, I think Dills was was um, playing up a bit, and and yeah, reckons he kind of uh, do his best to pull aggro away from the tank, and and because uh, Gafania. He reckons kefani said he could do it without raising a sweat to, to hold uh, aggro on on all these mobs and uh we actually wiped we we wiped <laughs> and we, we we run back in and, and we still had uh we still had time to do it even even though we wiped but uh then we got a bit a bit overeager shall we say and uh yeah the the poor healer uh, just uh, had a bit of trouble <laughs> trying to keep us all up pulling aggro because we are just eating like crazy to try and get to the end, and uh, we we didn't make it. So I'm 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 yet to get that Drake. If I keep running it like that three times a week with with people that have have already got it, then maybe one day I'll get it. But uh, not this week. But so
1: what's going on with your
0: egg? Done. Your egg. Uh, oh my egg! Oh, <laughs> has it hatched yet? Because I didn't. Cause it slips away. It slips further and further because if you uh, if you don't you know, crack it open as, as soon as it's hatched and then and then run back straight to the oracles to get another one, it's it's like back in the bad old days of where you transmute were twenty four hours and you you do it later and later every day to it like got to a point where you you miss a day because it just got too late. The same thing's going to happen with the egg. So uh, I'm still I've still got thirteen hours to go.
1: Oh,
0: I've got a no-tool much later today.
1: Now, what have you gotten so far?
0: Pets. Pets galore.
1: Yeah, there was somebody on some podcast that said all you got was yolks. I don't know why they said that. <laughs>
0: uh, I've uh, been pretty lucky, I reckon, with the, with the amount of pets that I've got out of it.
1: Yeah. Did you get the cobra?
0: Yeah, I've got the cobra about four times the... So have a look at my bags. What's the other? I can't remember what the other one is. The, the tick bird?
1: It's not
0: the, the tick bird. Very, very well done. Yes, yeah, so I've got the the cobra and the tick bird several times and I've got the protodrake whelp once. Cool. So maybe now maybe now I've got the protodrake whelp. I'm, I'm more likely to get, to get them out. You, you think that's... That's a fair call. It works
1: like it's some kind yeah. of rotation, round robin.
0: Yeah. Oh, ah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still waiting to get the the higher learning. You remember last week the that stupid
1: book. Book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the inn. I'm still waiting to get that, and as as I stand here, yet, yet some other bookers has, has spawned in its place where it's supposed to be. So, it uh, it's it's so I'm still just that one away, and you wouldn't believe it. Yesterday was I was. We we're going to do uh, as as I was going heading to the Oculus. I'd I'd hearthed to, to Dalaran and uh, repaired and emptied my bags. Jumped on my jumped on a flight to uh, and I was going to go AFK, so I didn't actually fly on the Drake. I actually took the um, took the taxi, jumped on the mount to Coldara, um, <laughs> and about five seconds later, someone in Guildshat says. The necromancy book spawned. Oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then it's, a, it's it's a mad, Quick, urgent! Anybody in Dalaran that, that can summon me? <laughs> and and by the time I'd actually got a couple of there was a, a warlock still in Dalaran, and by the time I rounded up a couple of other people, there's and nah, it's despawned because as soon as somebody reads it, you've got three minutes. Mm. Somebody reads a book, it spawns right. in three minutes. Mm. So, I missed out again. Fate is being rather cruel to me.
1: But but once you do get it, won't the thrill of victory be so much sweeter? That's
0: right. <laughs> and then what will I do with my time? We, we, we won't be have to stand around up, upstairs in the inn right. in the ledger anymore. It was, it was it was funny the other day. I I actually logged out there, and the, and it's in a room with four beds. And uh, I was kind of standing on the, um, the one of the beds, away from the bookshelf, uh, watching the bookshelf. And I logged in, and before I had a chance to say anything, somebody slash said in slash say said, "And what would you like for Christmas, little girl?" <laughs> and I, <laughs> log- <laughs> I logged in, and there was this bloody big tauren sitting on the bed, and, and I just kind of spawned on top of him, it looked like I was sitting on his knee. <laughs> Uh, oh, how awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, I wanted a bloody necromancy book.
1: That's awesome. That's not too much to ask for, right, <laughs> Santa?
0: It's just a book. Come on. <laughs> Cough it up. So that, that's that been my week. Uh, I was, and because it's, a, because it's a long weekend here, I'm actually have the the luxury of being able to attend the, the second half of the weekly 25-man next. So, oh,
1: how awesome.
0: Uh, that's why I can't hang around. I'm I'm going to that.
1: And we're back, and Glantha's with us. Hello, Glantha. How are you today?
2: Hello. I'm doing great.
1: Good. Uh, so, um, what do you want to start with what you've been doing this week?
2: Yes. And so
1: I hear that it's in sync with our title.
2: <laughs> yes, I've been doing... Um, a, a lot of dailies uh, I finally finished up all of the um sons of uh Hodir dailies and uh uh i still even though i don 't need the rep anymore I still go and i and i I do them um, because they're they 're good gold you know like you do five of them and then four of them are thirteen gold each, and then one of them the uh the thrusting Hodir spear is sixteen gold, and so you can clear out make sixty or seventy gold um and then I also try to go and uh, do the cooking daily. Mm. Every day. Oh, wow. Even though, yeah, even though I don't have any other recipes that I can use those Dalaran Cooking Awards on. <laughs> uh, and I have over 200... Um, spices? Of the Northrend spices. So right now, if I, I have 200 Northrend spices, and I have like 45... Um,
1: Baby spice?
2: No, 45 Dalaran Cooking oh. Awards. So I could then with that buy another 450. Because <laughs> uh, you can take one of those and get 10 Northern Spices for Dalaran Cooking Awards. So oh. I can get another 450 spices if I wanted to. Oh,
1: so you could uh, sell some recipes. Probably. But like,
2: I think if you buy They're them, I... They're
1: on equip, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they I think they
1: are. So um, just real quick, because I've been doing the cooking recipe dailies on Auric... <laughs> uh which one do you is your favorite
2: one is my favorite oh
1: do you have a favorite
2: my favorite one is the mustard dogs one
1: yes I keep a bunch of rhino dogs in my uh bag just in case
2: but it's not like that that's the one that you know not it, it's not my favorite because it gives you the most cooking awards and it's not my favorite because um it's it, that you have you know you can also level up your rhino uh you can also get some level and some cooking if you have your Rhino um, Rhino dogs. Right, I love it because it's just so much fun running around looking for those little mustard.
1: Yeah, and and um, finding new spaces because there's lots of green spaces that you don't normally think of.
2: Well, wh- the thing that I always go to is in the middle mm-hmm. by the big fountain. There's oh, yeah. always stuff there. No one ever thinks to go there. And there's also a little tree that I always go by the um, by the bank on the Horde side of Dalaran. Mm-hmm. I like to go to. Behind the tree there, and look for I, the little, I always, little must.
1: I like to go up at the landing. Sometimes I find all four of them right at the landing, and then the guy. Oh, I've
2: never been to the landing before. Well, that's
1: where you turn it in.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. can run around all everywhere everywhere else. <laughs> I also like um, I also like going down and in, into the sewers.
1: And getting the mushrooms.
2: The mushrooms, yeah. I
1: haven't gotten that one yet.
2: My least favorite is when you have to go down to the ground oh, and get the carrots. Uh, get the carrots. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Well, the one actually that's my least favorite <laughs> is the wine glass one because I seem to have some poor skill on clicking, and every single time I find a wine glass and I stand in front of it and I go to click, somebody comes running up behind me <laughs> and they click it and take it from me.
2: Well, part of that's because you're on earthen wings, so you have a, a lot of lag,
1: um, probably.
2: Well, you have a lot of leg, and you also have a lot of other competition. Yeah. But yes. like, the court is like empty. Mm-hmm. Um, empty. So I, I'm, on days that I have the um, the wine glass one. I walk around. And I'm like, Dum-de-dum, I was like, "Dum de dum." I get there, and I I see sparklies all, all over, over the place.
1: Yeah. Well, well, like my favorite place to get the glasses though is in the <laughs> in the all- Alliance Inn. I just love going in there. Um, today I, I went in and put my uh, mail touring on the. Barstool, and said, Bar wench, bring me a half glass of wine. And I swear, within like a minute, a glass materialized in front of me.
2: <laughs> the, ledger, the ledger domain is the horde one, right?
1: I'm sorry? The ledger
2: domain uh, uh, in, that that's no, where you go for, uh, it's, for the horde stuff, right?
1: Yeah, I, it's a troll place. I forget what it is. I just... Oh. No, the, it, it's, you know, it's got these animals in there and it's something kind of like a zoo or something, I forget. But um, anyways, is what...
2: It, is it actually inside of, like, the Horde area?
1: The inn? Yeah. Actually, I, I can't even figure out which side is Horde and which side isn't, because the, the inn that I think of as being, um for the uh, Alliance, is right in the middle of the rest of the place you know it's right across from the cheese shop is that the alliance one
2: no that that's the that's the ledger domain so oh, the, okay. the alliance the alliance one is um on the on the other side almost by like the violet oh, by oh the, isn't that
1: funny i'm i'm assuming that the one that's the alliance is the one that you were assuming is the horde
2: that's <laughs> like <laughs> so i guess like but like you could you can run by. You can run by the Alliance Inn. Can
1: I go inside? I don't know. I have to try it one day. Just
2: for you can't. You can't go inside the uh, the Silver Enclave or whatever it is. Right. there's like a place that has all the portals to go to the Alliance cities. Right. Like every once in a while, I'll try to go inside the Horde one, but they always get kicked out. Get
1: mm-hmm.
2: They don't let you go in. Yeah.
1: So what else have you been doing?
2: So I've also I've been working on trying to get some more like healing epics on. Hilaris and uh, I do that just by kind of running dailies. I was able to um, run Halls of Lightning, which is interesting. I got I got a, a Talisman. I got a the Winged Talisman trinket, which gives me mana regeneration. You know, every five seconds. And uh, it was it's a hard instance to to heal. And uh, there are days when I'm on and days when I'm off. You know, when it comes to when it comes to healing and a lot of it, I find. Um, I, I really do find that when the dps lacks I start to really drain my mana so mm. I, have, I have to there are, there are times when I sit there and i you know i have uh i put uh um, burn i say i like uh burn him in like in all in caps <laughs> um and then i copy it and then when people are when I'm running low on mana and like the the and the bosses you know, relatively low, I'll go and I'll like put it in the, I'll copy and paste it into party chat and be like, burn him, <laughs> like, bring him down. <laughs> like, I'm running out of mana. It's either him or you. Um, and uh, d- a lot of uh, slash emotes, a lot of o- slash OOM. And uh, it is what it is, I guess. But I my heirloom item i had i used to have the eye of the discerning beast that gave me a whole bunch of spell uh power but 2% mana to replan- uh, replenish every time you get like a kill that has you know honor or um experience but i mean there's just better stuff out there so but my my goal is to have you know all blues and purples on um on alaris in the next few weeks and and actually go and start healing um some raids Um, Alaris also, in terms of uh, professions, like what, you have a a tune that has at least one tune that has every profession, right?
1: Um, yeah, everything except engineering and black, I have, yeah, everything except engineering. I do have a blacksmith, but she's 300, no, 295 and she's only 40, so I don't think she's going to get any higher. But yep. And I'm getting ready to make one of my alliance characters, uh, my alliance death knight, an engineer.
2: Oh, cool! So right now, I, I f- was able to finally get Glanther to 450 in leatherworking. Oh, congrats! And what happened was I, I realized that I had like 2,000 gold, and I've been saving up for a 6,000 dollars ring for the Kirin tour. Right. <laughs> but I was looking at um, which is which is a, of course an achievement that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have already had it if I hadn't bought my stupid mammoth. I bought that for the achievement. Like some of these achievements are expensive, you yeah. know, eight hundred gold just to I go think and. They're
1: called money sinks.
2: Money sinks, yes. Well, I I have two gigantic sacks. So, <laughs> like, if I look back at like all the stuff that I bought, like all like the random like vendor trash stuff, I'd be rich beyond the wildest dreams of avarice. You know, like I have like two gigantic sacks, and I have, you know, a mammoth, and I have like a uh, a. Uh, armored bear and I never ride any of them I only I only actually ride my standard dwarf um uh, ram and then of course I ride my bronze drake now even though I kind of miss my uh my griffin Mm.
1: too slow now though right
2: oh no the same speed it's just like when you can either ride a griffin or you can ride a dragon I mean it's like well
1: dragon yeah yeah
2: One of the things that I, I'm excited about you know one of the reasons why I, ha- I have to play like a death knight um, on a horde side is that I have to be able to ride the bone griffin mm-hmm. because I can't stand those wyverns. I think they're like weird, just part of it may just because I'm so used to riding on griffins, you know, because that's like the standard alliance mount or like the hippogriffs, but like those wyverns, I just don't know what, they, they look kind of like, ugh. Maybe it's not, I don't like bugs either, and the fact they have a big old scorpion tail hanging down all the time, I don't like looking at that. <laughs> for like those long journeys over Calumdor. I'm just like, oh god. So, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to have one of those as like my permanent flying mount, so thank goodness that you have the uh, bone griffins for the Death Knights, because <laughs> that's definitely what Herod's gonna um, be using, and I'm, I'm Getting really excited about three point one whenever that comes out. I feel I feel the same way about patches that I feel about like new software that comes out for the computer. Oh, like yeah. I'm always like, ooh, new iLife, ooh, new iWork. You know, or when you get like new like uh, new computers to get out in the market, like you, I totally geek out. On oh my,
1: yeah, oh, most definitely.
2: Uh, I'm like, oh, new patch, new patch. Um, and Alaris, in terms of profession, uh, is now at. Uh, two seventy-seven for dual crafting, mm. and I basically bought his way up from one forty all the way to two seventy-seven. This through the auction house.
1: Oh, so you don't have a uh, a miner?
2: I do have a miner, but you know, Ilaris is going around. He was able to mine some thorium and mine some mithril. And then I looked at like my bank account and I realized that like, look, if I'm going to go spend like eight hundred dollars <laughs> on a stupid mammoth. I might as well go spend like $500 in that, leveling up skill points so I can get to like the Dalaran jewel crafting dailies.
1: Time is money, friend.
2: <laughs> Time is money, friend. Exactly. And so I was able to go and, and uh, level up to 277, but now I've kind of reached an impasse because I cleared out the auction house on warm rust accord for all the items that I could that are um, uh, tan for me, which is kind of funny because I went... I was trying to buy star, uh, star rubies, <laughs> and there was only eight of them on the auction house. And I was like, I need 20 of them. And so I had to, I was pissed. I only could get eight. And so now I'm stalled until some other poor like, you know, uh, farmer goes and gets more star rubies. And I just hope that they don't think that they can jack up the price. Because I was, you know, something about warm rest of court, I guess it started off when there was like 20... Um, like twenty bars of mithril was like hundred and fifty gold, but now it was down to like fifteen, and I was like, ooh, so I bought a whole bunch, and I looked at like the star rubies and like the the uh, uh, opals, and they were very very cheap, only a few gold each. And so, I, if I only had like two hundred gold, it would be super expensive, but when you have like over a thousand, like you look at like a whole bunch of two gold, and you're like, oh, whatever. And uh, I, I keep – I win like – when I win like an abyss crystal or if I win like a frozen orb, those will easily, you know, get like 85 or between 85 and 200 gold on the auction house. So it's a great way to kind of fuel the addiction, you know what I mean? It's like how many drug dealers are also buyers, you know. like <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, ooh, I can buy some new – I can sell some of my wares and buy new things for my – to make new wares. Um, and so that that I hopefully will be up to, you know, out of old vanilla WoW uh, dual crafting in a little in a little bit in, a, in like a, in a week. And I'll, once I'm at 300, I can go to uh, Outland. And now those like blood garnets and and you know golden drownites, you get those from prospecting fell ore, right?
1: Yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Because like I realize I can't prospect anything, and I have all these cobalt bars, but I can't really, you know, I can't.
1: You have to get up to the right level. Yeah, I can't yeah.
2: prospect any Northrend stuff until at least three hundred and fifty. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And so I'm um, sad about that, mm-hmm. but I do like how there's a there's a uh, trainer for jewel crafting rate in Dalaran. Oh rate where yeah, you actually isn't that awesome? That's so nice because I I didn't know about that when I kept having to go back to the portal to the Exodar because there's no other Alliance cities that offer dual crafting
1: right
2: and which was driving me insane because I hate going to the Exodar because it's it's not lined like it's a pretty it's a pretty city but it's not laid out very well it's not like Ironforge which is like one stop shopping <laughs> basically you just kind of like run around go to the auction house you know and then you run across the street and go to the bank and. If you need to get to the Griffin, there's like this little pathway that you can get, you know, from like the bank, you know, to the Great Forge. Like Iron Forge is like where I go for like, it's like my New York City, you know. If I need something to go to Iron Forge, Stormwind is like really spread out. It's kind of like Los Angeles, but it's the hub of the Alliance. <laughs> 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 and, then, and, and like you go there and you hate it, but at the same time you're like.
1: And <laughs> Darnassus is just a pain in the butt.
2: Oh, no, Darnassus is, Darnassus is kind of like, uh, what is Darnassus like? Darnassus is kind of like Moscow, you know what I mean? Like it's like a big city in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then, of course, like the Exodar is, you know, out of the way as well. Like you try getting to that without being on a portal and it's nasty. Um, those are all the Alliance cities. So really the Alliance cities are kind of crappy. Um,
1: I think it just all has to do with what you get used to.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, when I, was, I, I like running on Undersin, Undercity, like in my horde like, alts. I get Undercity, mm. but I find Ogomar to be so annoying. I know that's kind of like the hub city, yeah. but it's so obnoxious. Yeah. Because it's like that, that path that they have to get to like, the Valley of Honor. You know, If you don't have a mount, you're going to be running for years <laughs> trying to get across that city. It's huge.
1: I think, it, I think there's there's equivalence, though, if you look at it. Um, Ogremor is kind of like, is spread out like uh, Stormwind is. And Ironforge and Undercity are hu- are circular. It's kind of interesting if you think about it.
2: Yeah, and then Thunder Bluff is kind of like Darnassus.
1: Right, exactly, with all the little separate little areas. Although, I tell you, Darnassus irritates me a little bit because it, you can be in certain parts and all of a sudden, want to ask a guard something, and there's no guards anywhere.
2: No, no the guards are gone. Like, Darnassus is just like a, it's a train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not a good. It's an obnoxious city. Um,
1: so, anything else you've been doing,
2: or uh, achievements? Um, Ooh. Tr- I'm gonna start trying to work on my lore master on mm. Glam. And I only have 800 quests to go. But the good news, though, is that once I get all of those quests, not only will I, you know, probably gain, you know, Exalted Rep across the Alliance. Because just by doing that many quests, you're going to get Rep. Right. Um, But I'll also probably get the the Seeker, because I only need like 1,000 quests to get Seeker.
0: Mm.
1: It's
2: the 3,000 quest mark.
1: Oh, Cool.
2: I should have and I, I should have gone and done more of the uh, um, the elders because each one of those counts Count, as a quest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I failed at that, and I, we talked about that on like the podcast too. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to worry about that. And now I'm like, now that I kind of want to do that achievement, I feel like I'm going to kick myself. I have to wait until next. When is it? January to do it all over again. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then it goes by last,
1: fast. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then the last thing was that I, I've been. Uh, one thing I'm not looking forward to 3.1 is, is the, the the dual spec fears. I'm just really concerned about that because I feel like I'm not going to be. You know the how is I need to kind of practice what I preach. Remember how last week I was saying that you know you were concerned about doing end level stuff. You want people to be mean and you know and kind of yell at you and stuff like that. Right. And then I was like, no, you got to do it, and it will happen, and you just get over it, and like. You know, worst things have happened. Well, like, I'm terrified that I'm going to, like, have to dual spec and be a tank and a healer. And people are going to yell at me. And, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there like, I just totally brilliant. Last week, do not worry about this. And here I am worrying about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But um, we'll see. We'll see how it actually pans out. I think that it's mostly there for, like, PvP versus.
1: Right. I think that's what it is. Or, yeah, PvP versus PvE. Because usually. Hmm. I think it'll be fine. And in the beginning everybody's gonna be kinda up in the air about what exactly is the proper, you know, way to spec dual spec. The only big thing is gonna be the ones the number crunchers.
2: Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> number crunchers. <laughs> um, and that's about that's about it, so it's been it's been a lot of fun. And uh been doing, you know, Doing the dailies, so I'm so looking week. forward to another week. Yeah, I had a yeah, good week.
1: Yeah, I think dailies and achievements were great additions to World of Warcraft. That's my humble opinion, especially now that I'm doing dailies. Okay, so <laughs> I guess we want to get on with what I've been doing.
2: <laughs> yes, I've been blabbing on now. Blah blah, blah blah. No, no, it
1: was your turn. It was it was your turn. That was, that was <laughs> fun. Alright, I've had a great, great week. I decided to do some focusing on uh, getting... Well, you know, I ended up really getting t- wanting to get into Northrend. Part of it was because of my inscriptor. And she needed Northrend herbs. And also because of um, Auric. Because he needed um, some... Well, just because they needed stuff that they could only get in Northrend. And with all my money spread out between all my alts, I didn't have a lot of money to go to the auction house like some people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so terrible, I'm so spoiled.
1: Yeah, so I actually, you know, I decided to almost skip like Netherstorm, which I'm going to have to go back with another alt or something, maybe with my, uh, my Alliance Death Knights. So, anyways, Oreck, my Torin, who was sixty-seven then, he and realized, you know, last week that he could do the cooking dailies. He. Uh, he finally got the five daily achievement. He did two cooking dailies in a row, and he got the five daily achievement, you know, for doing five dailies, not the one that for five, that's bugged, at the five dailies in a row. And um, the thing that was funny is I don't even remember what other dailies he might have done because he was only 67. So that was kind of funny. And he got in his bag the delicious chocolate cake. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, and I, I remember um, someone was – Whispering me in in uh, officer chat at, on the uh, on Earthy ring that they were trying to get that recipe, and I got it my second daily bag. <laughs> so then I took the twins to Northrend to mine and pick herbs. I think I might have been at uh, work or in a situation where I can only run two. And Monday night, Orc did the wine tasting daily, running around getting those half glasses of wine. And some got injured. And then Tuesday morning, he did the carrot one, and he already had a bunch of uh, chilled meat, so that was cool. Then uh, Tuesday, we spent the day grinding in Ruby Dragonshire. I don't know if you've been there in Borean Tundra.
2: Yeah, uh, the Ruby Dragonshire. But like, what what were you grinding there exactly?
1: I was just grinding to to level. And uh, well, and we oh. got. Uh, Frostweed but there's a spot there Which I just stumbled on We were actually what were we looking for I think we were looking for uh, the spot For uh, Aprilian to do Some of those Cooldowns on her cloth And we stumbled into this spot where there's One of those uh, dragon Kin people you know with The long weird Bodies and he's Killing all of these Ghouls like the death knight pets that keep popping up around him so we you know we, we landed we were running down this hill away from this big giant frosty death uh, fell Reaver type thing um I guess the North Rends equivalent of the fell Reaver and we end up in this like you know paradise area with flowers and it's green in the middle of all this cold and we're like phew. we got away from ah this attack. you know there's all this stuff here and we start killing these guys. And we realized that they, we, and of course I'm talking about me. I actually had the twins, the two death knights, April and Elite, Auric, my uh, hunter, and Aprilian. And we realized that these things are just spawning every 30 seconds almost. (laughs) So we're just standing there killing these guys. And before we know it, the twins have dinged 68.
2: (laughs) Ooh.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs> so they went back to train and do stuff and then the next morning uh oh and while we were doing that, uh Oric got four bind on pickup uh recipes. <laughs> the haunting heron, tasty cupcakes, uh last week's Mermoth and something else. I forget which one, but I mean it was just it was amazing. It was like we were like, wow, this is like so awesome. <laughs> All this stuff was just falling into the lap. And Aprilian was getting a bunch of frostweed cloth, which was great. And then I went back on Wednesday morning and or ding 68 and he got the mustard dog uh, cooking quest. And um, oh, the funny thing is we saw that we were getting or he saw that he was getting the Dalaran cooking awards, but he couldn't find them in his bag. (laughs) Cause they're in the currency tab in his uh, on uh, on his character. So if anybody's looking for dollar and Cooking Award, that's where they were. And I was trying to get him over to Borean Tundra, because the twins already had the 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 flight uh, flight points to get from Dollarin to Borean Tundra. Because I figured that's where we would start off. I probably started off at Howling Forge, and I th- forge, and I thought it would be neat that they did the other end. And he went to uh, Howling Ford by accident. <laughs> well, not by accident. I wasn't thinking straight. When I, I said, okay, let's go out to Silver Moon City, because to me, that's the quickest way to get to Northrend, is to, to take the portal to Silver Moon City and go up through Undercity that way, and then take the teleporter from, under, from the back of Silver Moon City. That way, you don't have to run through Undercity. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, ah. and then we got, um, we got. And, 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 but actually, what he should have done was go to Overmore to catch the uh, Zeppelin to Borean Tundra. But it turned out to be a great uh, coincidence because the first quest he ran into was the Northern Cooking Quest. <laughs> I don't know would he have gotten that in Borean Tundra? Probably. Yeah. Anyways, he got it, and he completed it right away because, he, again, he had the tr- chilled meat. Part of it was chilled meat that uh, Aprilian had accumulated when she first went over to Northrend, and then some of it was what the twins had killed, Borian Tundra. Then uh, Thursday was the wine and cheese platter cooking daily. And all through this, keep in mind that Aprilian is still going out and doing her cell uh, daily, and doing the Sun Fury plan daily, mainly so she can get the green to give to Pramal, my D and also um, she's been getting some bags of badges of justice, plus, it's good XP too. And the main reason why I'm doing it every day is because I want to get the five daily quests in a row, and I did submit another ticket to blizzard about the fact that it keeps resetting, you know, it'll say that she's gotten up to like 3 and then the next morning it'll say 1 of 5 and they said it's a known bug and that they're working on it. Um <clears throat> so
2: then That reminds me, there was um I forgot to talk about this, so I I apologize, but I found another little bug, well, like, well I think is a bug in that my companion pets and like my hunter I, you know, Glanther, when they run in, like, cold weather environments or anywhere, they leave footprints. Oh. So I have, like, my penguin. I have, like, my, um like, my giant sewer rat. And, like, when it's cold out, they'll, like, have breath, you know, and you can see that. But, like, my hunter pets that I summon do not. They don't leave any footprints. They don't respond to the environment or anything.
1: Oh, that's funny. Oh, that is so interesting. I, that yeah, is probably
2: I op- a bug. I opened up the uh, the ticket. And uh, the game master said, you know, upon further, you know, investigation, I sent the contact technical support. So I contacted technical support and all of them told them exactly what was going on and they said this is actually something that the in game master would, would would deal with. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, I'm stuck in a loop. It's like the bronze dragon flight. So anyway, I am interested to see if other hunter pets realize that when you like I had all my settings on high, so like I set everything to high.
1: Right. So you can see all the details.
2: Yep, and definitely when when all of my pets, so Isis, Dove, Strix, Nyxus, um, all of them, were in the cold or running on sand, no footprints. So I want to know if there's other people that have this problem, or if I should like uninstall and reinstall or something. You know?
1: Yeah, oh, well, it's probably a bug. But,
2: but like, yeah, that, let us know. Yeah, but in terms of uh, in terms of like the the in-game support, like. It, it, I, thought it was, I thought it was kind of funny how I got stuck in a loop. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it can be that Those tickets are, like, meh. But anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go on.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. That's interesting. So, oh, and April has been doing the jewel crafting daily. She did the one where she had to, to get the amulet off the Valkyrie. And then she did the one where she had to do, get the proto-drake bone, which got kind of stupid because instead of going the south route over to where the, uh, um, to where the, where you can get the proto drakes from, what's that pit? Uh, it's in Howling Ford.
2: Oh, the, oh, the, the like the, blah, in Howling Ford, with the, is that kind of like it's like the new, Ember, it's Ember new,
1: yeah, the Ember,
2: Ember, Gorge. Yeah, Ember Yeah, Ember, Ember yeah.
1: Instead of going south through New Agamon, she tried to go, th- well, we, it was the twins and Ork. she tried to go through Utgar Keep. It was real stupid, I ended up dying a bunch of times. I ended up in some Horde city, uh, Vorlin, or Vorin or something. I ended up really in weird places. But finally, we got all the way over there, and she got the um flight path at New Agamon, and she got... And I'm loving the dailies. I'm loving the fact that you have to go to different places. I'm loving, you know, and and it's a choice. You don't have to do dailies, but it's nice for a change of place, pace with the the um, the quests. Although sometimes you might find that you're wasting a lot of time. But to me, it's like exploring. You know, some of these places I go to, I could just look it up on the uh, on the internet and go straight there. And follow somebody else's direction, but it's kind of neat just to head out in a direction and see what comes your way. <laughs> okay, maybe it is crazy. <laughs> so I started thinking that eventually Aprilian might get to go to an instance, and I decided that maybe she should have first aid. So I spent Friday and Saturday getting her up to 391. She actually started off with linen cloth. <laughs> And then had to go to wool and silk, and um, rune cloth and mage weave. And she did the uh, triage in Hammerville. Have you done that one?
2: No, I haven't. Oh, Hammermill's. Well, yeah, oh, that's Hammer a
1: whore. Do you, have you? Yeah. But you've done the triage one. I'm sure you guys have one similar to that, right?
2: No, I don't think so. Oh. So, uh, describe
1: the quest again. You go and you have to heal fifteen uh injured soldiers before oh six okay died. yeah okay
2: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so th- yeah, that's in Menethil harbor, though,
1: yeah, yeah, of course, and uh at first, the first time she did it they um she didn't died. she failed
2: yeah
1: <laughs> then the second time she paid attention to who was critical and you know did everything, put it on a hot bar and. And uh, it went very well. And then she had to come back and train some more. And the funniest thing was getting all the materials around from all the alts, which I love. I'm using two programs now for alts. And this is if anybody's, you know, our listeners who have alts. I'm using Arc Inventory, which, of course, is great because it lets you see what other people, other characters have on the same account. But also uh Altsaholic, which which lets you send data to another account and sh- and I don't know if it updates it or you have to keep sending it, but it was kind of neat to check to see who had rune cloth, who had this and who had that, and transfer it all around. And so I was logging off and on and sending stuff around, and um, and oh, the funniest, embarrassing part was when she was getting the achievements in GChat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the low level first aid.
2: Like really, it took you this <laughs> that long?
1: long? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the the books that I didn't have, I had to get it off. I went, just went ahead and got it off the auction house. It was like three to six goals, so it wasn't that bad. You know, I wasn't gonna fly out to F- Falcon Watch and get those and fly around. So, and then I went into Dalaran to do the, finish the training, and I was laughing at some of the shirts that they have. I guess they have uh, role-playing outfits for sale at the uh, first aid vendor supply. Uh, bandage shirt, a shirt that's really just a bunch of bandages across the top and on the arm. So if you want a role-play that you're hurt, <laughs> you can uh, you can use that stuff. Yeah. Then Saturday, Aura got the uh, Mustard Daily again, and April got the... Uh, Oh, that was, yeah, we did that. That was when we went to Howling Ford. And then Oliver of Aprilian's uh, cooldowns were available, cloth cooldowns. So uh, she had to fly to, around to Dragonblight to all the different spots, which was nice because before they were on different cooldowns. They were like two days apart. But it's nice mm-hmm. to have all three of them on the same one and just hit all the spots all in one shot. And then the Sunday cheese platter was for, was for Sunday. And April got the Northrend dwarfs, which now we went the easy way to go there and get it. Uh, I mean, got the the one where you have to get the something off of the dwarves. And Pramal got to 350 on enchanting. Yay! <laughs> which means now she can enchant anything in Northrend or whatever. You know, so I think I'm just going to leave her there. I think so. I don't know if I've never I haven't tried level 80 yet, but she can ch- enchant stuff up to 77. And now she's doing uh infinite dust. So now I no, I no longer have to buy infinite dust for my imbued frostweave. And she gets dream shards, so my dream shards So, and I'm not even going to bother leveling up past it. So I'm going to give all my dream shards to Uh, April, because she can use them for uh, jewel crafting. And what else did we do? Oh, and the last thing I did was I took the twins, the twin death knights, the April and Elite, back to Nagran so that uh, they could turn in some quests that they had left over and also to go to the consortium to get their bags of jewels. You know, do that once a month. Although the jewels now that they're getting is, you know, not that high. Although uh, April was using them for the brilliant glass, which is basically all it's good for now. And I finished my death knight, my alliance death knights. I finished the starting area, (laughs) which was kind of fun. You know, um, the last few things I had to do was... Uh, get in the disguise and go down to that uh, harbor to the,
2: get yeah the king yeah.
1: yeah and that was so silly because one of my death knights is, uh, is a gnome <laughs> and all of a sudden she's tall in this costume and she's you know full size
2: I just want to I just want to smack the messenger because like that tree that you pull out I mean like really Come Like on. the tree is like this. it's like something out of like a fourth grade like kindergarten Ka- yeah. reenactment you know of, like, <laughs> he's like Ooh, a tree. Let's go and see what this does. And then, like, meanwhile, there's a death knight behind I it, you de- know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, If anybody deserves to die, it's that stupid, stupid messenger. Like, yeah. seriously. Darwinism at work.
1: All right. <laughs> but the funny thing about the disguise on the gnome, on the, yeah, I think it's a gnome. Is it a gnome? Yeah, I'm think pretty sure she's a gnome. The funny thing about the disguise on her is that uh, even though she's tall, her eye level stays the same. Yeah. So, although she must be, she must be a dwarf. You know why I'm thinking she's a dwarf? Because somebody from Dwarven Alliance saw her in the starting area and invited her into his guild.
2: <laughs> oh, you know, it must have been Jamek. Yeah, because Dwarven Alliance was um, the, the,
1: the guild place you that, were I, yeah. that I
2: left. Yeah. He actually went on to Wormrest Accord. And uh, I got this message from this person named Nomi,
1: Uh
2: and they were like, "Hi, are you Galanther from uh, Dwarven Alliance?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then and then they were like, "Why would you leave such a great guild?" And I was like, "Jamik, is that you?" And he's like, "How'd you know?" And I was like, "Well, who (laughs) else would like?" (laughs) How awesome! But I felt bad because that was that was a nice guild. Like my new guild, I'm not a hardcore raider, and so I feel left out.
1: Well, um, if this is any consolation, there was a queue on Earth and Ring tonight.
2: Yeah, well, I went in. I went into Warmaster Court, and it's like you hear the crickets chirping. You know, like there's nothing going on. Mm. Um, and then it, 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 I try to do dailies. It takes forever to to make a group for like those those dailies, and it's. You know, you know, it's sad when like you can't get a pickup group.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, so they went to the end and I I videotaped it. So I'm going to start putting out some more videos. I got a whole bunch of uh, different uh, video captures that I need to work on editing. And uh, the one I did today was showed uh, sh- two things. The final fight with Patchworks and the guild. I mean, in the ghouls in that uh, in Eben Hole, which mm. was kind of neat, and the other video I did today was the Walk of Shame, which shows the Death Knights going through Stormwind, and uh, the rotten apples being thrown at them. So look for that to be on our YouTube channel. We have some videos there now, but we're gonna be I'm gonna be putting up more YouTube.com/control. wow. Alright, well you wanna get on to emails?
2: Yes, emails. Okay.
1: Well, okay, first we're gonna now have the bladed edge.
0: Got a Blade. Blade.
1: Just the other day. It's been never bladed.
2: Try to the sun. Won't
1: fall for the same old trick again. So would you like to read?
0: Sure thing. Oh you had enough of my voice already.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <We
0: got you. laughs> All right I'll get onto the bladed edge blade here. Ashaio asked about the Loken fight in Halls of Lightning. Yeah, you know that dance you have to do to avoid his incredibly gross AOE explosive gonna-kill-your-tank-with-one-shot attack. Long dramatic pause. It's hard to avoid, even harder when your tank is a noob to the instance and has no idea where to go. We wiped him in once before, before the switch of group members, twice afterwards, and decided to call it there. Remember my 35 gold repair bill? That was nothing damaged to the point on seeing it on the little paper doll that appears when your armor is getting close to broken. Someday, I might force my spirit res a bunch of times and wipe out the durability on my armour, just to see how much I'll have to pay for the 100% repairs, but I'm going to get my epic flight skill first. I guess I've crossed some sort of line, or managed to achieve some sort of hidden mark of quality or capability. As soon as I started tanking heroics, I've been asked virtually non-stop to do them. Oh Well, (laughs)
1: look,
0: it's a tank. Quick, latch on to (laughs) him. Yes. Well, not so much. But I've done one each time I've been on long enough to run an instance. Once, it was commented that I was crazy. They must have been talking to my old Uncle Throg because it was noted that my DPS was rather high for a tank. 1,000 DPS, to be precise. Personally, I didn't put any mind to it, and after a quick check, read, slog through the comments from idiots to hopefully find what you're looking for, I found that 1,000 DPS is apparently right on par with where I am in an instance running. Perhaps even a little low, with raid buffs and appropriate food buffs, an epically geared warrior tank can expect to clear 1,500 DPS easily. Meh, if the rest of the party takes little to no damage through the entire fight, then I did my job. I could care less how much damage I did Though so I've got to say, it was a little uh, ego boost when I'm number two on the DPS list when we check out. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if if you're number two when you're doing uh, heroic halls of lightning, then, yeah, you're going to have trouble. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Onward. I'm now on the other side in terms of tanking gear. I hit the defense minimum of 540, vaulted right past it, actually. And now I've been collecting various pieces of gear and mix and matching them to get the best benefit for my situation. Be it extra threat, pushing closest to the hit cap, more stamina or whatever. And so long as my defence never drops below 540, I'm gold. There's something to note as well. I'm wearing very little, if any, instance-gained items. The majority of my gear is from soluble or small party quests and crafted gear. Not only is it possible to get 540 defence and 27,000 health all by yourself... But it wasn't all that difficult to do, just a little either time-consuming if you farm your own materials or costly if you don't. In either case, check the auction house prices. Sometimes the cost of materials is vastly out of proportion to the cost of the item. I'd have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. I've, um, having made a, a, a bunch of the um, saranite um, blacksmith gear for my uh, for, Black Angel on his death night. Um, he's he's very impressed with the, just the, the straight um, uh, gear that, that gets crafted by blacksmiths. So look in your guild, try and uh, hit up a, a blacksmith and and you know, watch out on the auction house for some cheap saranite and get your blacksmith to make you some gear. It's a pretty easy way to get geared up. From the dirty little tricks department, this one's another one of those space-saving macros multiple skills that don't share a cooldown, specifically for concussion blow. Back in the day, if I recall, this didn't do any damage, just a nice five-second stun. But it lost its place on my toolbar because of Shockwave. Being an AoE, it became much more useful overall, and concussion blow took a backseat and eventually lost its spot on my hotkey bar. Don't know if anyone else is in the same situation, but here's a macro that brings it back. Insert macro. Obviously, (laughs) It's more recommended to use this when you have a few points of rage to spare. Or using the two skills together is a nice, hefty 32 rage loss. But snapping your target for a concussive blow damage and shield slam damage, plus a stun if your target can be stunned, uh, if you use charge or any other stun previous to this macro, be aware of diminishing returns. So, concussion blow will only last for around two and a half seconds. But that's still two and a half seconds stun off the global cooldown. And even if you use Shockwave as well, there's still a second or so where your opponent will not be attacking you and causing you damage. But playing devil's advocate, keep in mind that Concussion Blow is another 15 rage to have to spend. So you might save this macro for multiple targets during fights where you have a fairly decent amount of rage coming, uh, decent amount of rage coming in, or as an additional spell interrupt to stop casters dead in their tracks. And, of course, that macro will be in the show notes. All
1: right. And I'm also going to be setting up a separate space on the website with all his macros so you can find it in one spot.
0: Excellent. Excellent. From Old Blade's Easter Egg Basket. To Dalaran with you. In the Sisters Sorceress Shop, your proprietors are named Endora Moorhead and Hagatha Moorhead. Appropriately witchy, shounding names. Well, they ought to be. Dora was the mother of Samantha Stevens in the 1960s television show Bewitched, with Hagatha being Samantha's seldom-seen aunt. There was another aunt, Enchantra. I wonder where she's gotten off to. I do remember that show. Yeah. It was black and white. Was it, was it all, all black and white? It started or did you out start black, in black
1: and white, then it went not colour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's right. For your alliance type, this one's a kind of a two-parter. Admiral Odysseus is a level 60 quest giver local, located at. Or is it Odyssey? Odysseus? Odysseus. Uh, Odysseus landing on the Drain Eye starting zone of Azimist Isle. Firstly, his name. Yes, Odysseus, a character in Homer's epic saga, The Iliad, and the title character of the following saga, The Odyssey. Was also a captain of a vessel with a penchant for shipwrecking on a strange island, but that's not the only thing neat about him. During one of the quests, you have to return with him with the makings of a trap. His response to you is, "I love it when a plan comes together," which is a line spoken in almost every episode of the 1980s television show The A-Team by Hannibal Smith. <laughs> the well, I'm surprised there's not more A team references in, in, uh, in Well. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's a challenge for somebody. How many A team references can we find? <laughs> he also shares a bit of a humorous dialogue with another NPC. The Admiral says, Hey, Cookie, what's for dinner tonight? And don't say chicken. Cookie McWeeksaw says, Yeah, Admiral, let me think about it. Ah, uh, it'd be coming into focus. It looks like it'd be succulent pork ribs basted with its own delectable juices and a side of old Captain Sanders' secret sauce for dipping. And for dessert, we'd be having cheesecake flown in fresh from stormwind on the wings of angels. Admiral. Wow, really? Cookie McQuick Sauce says, no, not really. Cookie shoots a chicken. <laughs> it be chicken. <laughs> I hate you so much, Cookie.
1: <laughs> That's start. <hysterical. laughs>
0: Uh, And as Aprilian has been scouting about Netherstorm a little more of late, I thought I'd throw these extra ones in. After completing the Netherstorm quest, a little extra kick. The giver and receiver of this quest, boom master mixologist Boots, dies. A goblin paramedic rushes in to stimulate his heart. After a couple of shocks, the paramedic screams, Damn it, Boots, I'm a doctor, not a priest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a nice little slash nod to the original series of Star Trek and the ship's doctor, Leonard Bones McCoy, and he's often quoted in a misquoted line. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a, insert random profession. Oh, another gem. The zone of Netherstorm has similar colours and chaotic themes as the Delphic Expanse. You Star Trek fans will know exactly what I'm talking about here. Did you know that prior to patch 2.4, Warlocks were unable to summon into Netherstorm in a similar way that certain starship functions do not work in the Delphic expanse of Star Trek? As always, an awesome podcast, guys. Loremaster Blade.
1: So you missed out on the bladed edge. Did you read the... uh...
0: Yes. Okay,
1: and Blade's always a a good contribution to control (laughs) Alt-Wow. It's amazing what he finds. So do you want to read email number one?
2: Yes, let me just, I have to restart. Oh, to re- okay, I'll
1: read email number one then. Oh, okay. Okay, email number one is from Kyle. First off, love your podcast. I really enjoy listening to you all chat about what you've been up to and the interesting sites you've encountered and the occasional oddness that, that happens. Anyway, it's just a few odd ideas I thought of and would like to share to see what you think. First, just now Thrall was killed, sad. And people were going on about how we should defend it. Org should be the hardest raid and we just let them kill him and others responding, oh quit QQing. It's not like he's not going to respond. Well, what if he didn't respond? What if here was like a day or more there was like a day or more delay in Thrall's respawn? And maybe everyone who was in the town that lost the raid gets some kind of day long debuff. That's a great idea. That would certainly promote more town defending rather than we'll let you kill our leader if you if we can kill yours mentality. I mean, where's the love? Does no one love Thrall or Sylvanus? Thought one point five The assault to take back Undercity. Near end of a long questline of Dragonblight was epic. Fighting alongside Thrall and Sylvanus made me love them more. There should be more epic quests like that where you fight with either the two of them, true? Second random thought question. While leveling my undead priests, I fell in love with the Outlands. I received invites to instances about every fifteen minutes, and I did well and received compliments of nice heels and such. Such wonderful times. Then I got to Northrand, and it kicked me in the butt. <laughs> my first time trying to do Utgard keep, we wiped at the first boss and couldn't go further. Of course, I got the blame for bad heals, but the tank kept taking so much damage, I just couldn't keep up. It would be like one or two hits, and he'd already be at 25% health. Now, we were all around 68 to 70, so we were just probably too low-leveled. But I tried a couple more times with different groups with the same result. And in the end, got someone someone with an 80 friend to run us, run it for us. Or are the Northmen instances that much harder compared to Outlands? Since that time, I respect from Holy to Shadow and just stuck to Soluon. But now I'm nearing 80 and I want to respect again to Holy and do some healing again. But I'm afraid, but I am afraid I just won't be able to cut it. Advice? Thanks again and keep up the awesome work. Oh, and for the Horde. Kyle, Val, thou and Bleeding Hollow. Yeah, it's probably, you're probably just too low. And I bet you, you go in there now, you'll be fine.
2: Well, one of the things that um, they definitely did, they they nerfed some of the Outland um, instances.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so that probably, as probably as made you cocky. They, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, like, you know, as a, as a healer, I've kind of learned, like, one, you know, get heal bot. Now that I've been using it like it's one, it's kind of like my iPhone like I didn't know how I was able to live without it um, and then you you also just let the group know that you're a new healer and uh, the only way you're going to get better is to practice and so sometimes people will give you this like oh practice out in like the you know practice in like the the, the wilderness don't you know practice in 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 group but kind of just shoot back be like, well when am I going to practice healing a group when I'm you know, soloing. Right. So, yeah. Um, the tank and the healer, like, if if you were having a hard time healing the tank, it's probably because the tank has gearing issues, too. Right. Like, and I actually ate my, I had to put my foot in my mouth because I ran heroic violet hold um, over the uh, last week, and I saw the tank, and he only had 20,000 hit points, and the first thing I thought was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to spam flash of light you just to be aware because some people don't like it when they're always being healed because it kind of gets distracting but he ended up being he knew how to play his class and he was able to go and, and it wasn't as difficult as I thought because usually when you're at 80 you do heroics like the tank really should have like 25,000 or more hit points um, so just kind of be aware of that when somebody says they're the main tank and you look at their hit points you can kind of get an idea of how much you have to pay attention to them Based upon that, if they have like thirty thousand hit points, and you can worry less about being on the ball because they can probably take a couple punches.
1: Right, and you know if it's a like if, like you said, if it's someone that can play their class and not go in and aggro too much, and then hide, play hide from the healer.
2: <laughs> One of the things that I can tell, like a really great, uh, a really great tank, is somebody who can control the mobs, in. Um, Violet Hole. Well, I don't know if you run like Violet Hole on any of your um, any of your alts, Maybe? even not like the heroic, no. but like the regular. No, no. So have you ever been to like Black Morass? No. Okay, so all these portals open up, and like dragons come out of the portals. But sometimes you'll have a portal on a ledge, and like there'll be uh um that like the mobs they split and they go down one side and two go down the other. Mm. You know so. It, you can tell a good tank cuz he'll be able to control all of them. Like he'll go and he'll round them all up as they come down the two flights of like the two uh, uh ways down from like the ledge. But like tanks that have a little bit more difficulty are gonna they'll get two or three and then one will keep running and will like he'll aggro one of like the the DPS. The one of the DPS will aggro him. So that uh, being a good tank is really hard.
1: So uh, email number
2: two, do you want to read that one? Yep. So I'd I, I like to apologize first for like not being able to read email number one. I have the new Safari beta, and it does this weird thing with Google Docs just to kind of let everyone know that I'm not spacey and I'm not, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not three in the morning, so I don't have that excuse. Um, <laughs> so email number uh, two is from uh, Valatia. Wow. Valatia. Blah. I will get your name right. I apologize. Valathelia. Ha ha ha.
1: Very good. Uh,
2: yes. Whoops. <laughs> hey there, guys. Valathelia here. Your last podcast was good considering Asheo and Glanthar were separated. Still great. Thank you for giving me the priest tips. It helped me a lot. And a brilliant, how do you do it leveling so many alts? I have such a hard time leveling my lock, priest, and druid alone. Well, guys, thank you for the great podcast. By far, of all the podcasts listens, of all the podcasts I listen to, you're the one I look forward to the most. Plus, you can't. Oh, plus, how can't um, I? Um, how can't I? You guys are great uh, for the horde. Volithilia. so I totally botched that that email. So Valathelia, I apologize. Obviously, I'm a stupid alliance person. <laughs> I'm and just I can't. gonna read
1: that last sentence one more time. Well, guys, thank you for the great podcast. And by far, out of all the podcasts I listen to, you're the one I look forward to the most. Plus, how can't I? You guys are great. I'm glad you look forward to us. It's yes, okay. <laughs>
2: I'm leading it and there were a couple of periods that were missing, and yeah. so I, plus, you become. Uh, you know, I think it
1: was the for the horde part that really. Yeah, I get all confused. You
2: so I'm like, I can't read that. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. For the horde. Thank you, Valithelia <laughs> We're glad you enjoyed it, and um, I have a lot of free time. I I don't have kids, <laughs> and I have a, a wonderful, supportive husband that doesn't mind my spending hours on my computer. As far as, and plus, I don't. Whereas probably you're doing great on your priest and your warlock and your druid and probably advancing more. I'm kind of like hanging out in the middle and just experiencing the fullness of the game. So <clears throat> it's uh, it's one game that can uh, let you do whatever you want to do, you know. Read email number three.
0: And Let's then, do it.
1: Yeah, and then we'll go back and read the rest. I like to keep them in order because of the... The prize, and uh, yep. Glantha will be reading the rest with me. So why don't you go ahead and read number three?
0: All right, number three is from our own beloved Tark, who is uh, instrumental in putting back together the team DWP, which by the way stands for Drunk with Power, uh, and and uh, subtitled Team Beautiful for reasons that I won't go into. But, uh, <laughs> Tark writes, hello, Aprilian Show and Glanthor. I enjoyed your show and wanted to re-extend my offer to run a brilliant through Carazan? If we can coordinate a time that works, I'll gather the troops and we'll show you the funnage that is Carazan. I'm usually run at 1 to 4 a.m. server and since we're all West Coast time. As for Nax, we would absolutely love to bring you in to check things out. DWP, Team Beautiful, has an open door for our friends that control lot well. I guess that includes you too, Glanta, but we have loot rules that are not too kind to those squishy alliance folks. Just kidding. We can all tell that deep inside is that dark side, the horde. As for Mr. O'Shea, it's always a blast to have a celebrity (laughs) amongst our group. But do we still have to call you Mr. O'Shea, podcaster of Control Outwell, every time we address you?
1: (laughs) That's awfully demanding, (laughs) O'Shea.
0: Oh, Sarah shayo actually. It's <laughs> easy slack. Keep no. up the good work, and I'll be looking forward to being on your Karazan tour guide. Tark and the crew of DWP, Team Beautiful.
1: Well, I'm ready whenever you guys are, uh, so we'll have to coordinate, yep. and I will report back what it's like to be in Karazan. Oh, and, and just a note, to prepare for it, I've actually um, leveled up my first aid because <laughs> so, i hear that you're supposed to be able to heal yourself a little bit in, in these things
0: generally does help but if you're going to go in with nine level ladies then and i, I think I you have probably to worry about
1: it. should be fine yeah all right well i'll let you get going and uh, until you'll we'll have a great week okay
0: and i'll um go and do some some more naxing and uh Report we'll back next week.
1: So email number four is <laughs> from LaShawn. And LaShawn says, blows on dice, love the show. And, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know. That's the extent of the email. What do you think about that, Glanthin?
2: You know what? I <laughs> i think is actually kind of cheeky, and I like it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think we'll allow it this time. But maybe we might then, if LaShawn wins. That's I hope I'm saying that right. L e s u a L e s a u n. If he or she wins, then uh, yeah, I think uh, after that we're gonna ask that uh, you at least give us a paragraph,
2: <laughs> or at least a, a little thing about how you play. Right? How you, play, how you play?
1: That's that's true. That's what the whole contest is about. We want to hear about how you play or something.
2: Oh, we'll let it pass, oh, this, let time let it pass this time for original thinking. <laughs> All
1: right. So, email number 5 I'm going to read cuz it's from Karen. Just a quick note on behalf of my husband. He doesn't actually listen to your podcast, but I tell him about it after I listen to it. Um, and he listens to you, Karen. Good job. <laughs> Sometimes I tell him my husband stuff and he doesn't actually listen, but he's a great husband. Um, he's looking for a new recipe add-on to let him know what recipes his tune doesn't know and where to get them he uses recipe radar and loves it when it's working correctly but it's been erratic of late there was a few upgrades recently so that's understandable that's me i thought i remembered you guys asking i'm talking about a recipe add-on and we looked at recipe book but that just seems to list recipes all to know or are we missing something what do you guys use to find recipes uh great job on the recent episodes as usual i love hearing from all three of you and you're definitely a breath of fresh air after listening to my other wow podcast which can tilt heavily towards the raiding outlook that said i'm actually working on getting my horde hunted to 80 so that i can help out in my niece's raiding guild the family that plays together stays together you know for the horde karen Oh, that's so cool that you raid and you're, you're going to be raiding with your niece. I wish my family played. That'd be
2: cool. I know. I, I wish so, too. But
1: um, I wish, uh, also, that Asher was here. He could probably tell us about a recipe add-on. I just kind of hit and miss. I don't even really check to see what I'm missing. I suppose when I get uh, towards the end in cooking, I might be looking more at what I might be missing for the uh, achievement. Uh, so... If anybody knows of an add-on that will list the recipes.
2: Well, for like cooking and stuff like that, yeah. I I totally go ghetto. I just go to the auction house and just kind of go over all of the recipes Mm. and see if it has already known. Oh. When okay. you go and you look at it,
1: yeah, but that would that would depend on whether they were all up there,
2: though. Exactly, yeah. but like it's a way for you if you're like, oh, I need to go get a few more recipes for this achievement. You know, look at those number. Like, does you have this many recipes? You can just go and find like those low ones that you may have missed, and just be like, buy that, buy that, buy that. Yeah.
1: So uh, if anybody out there knows of an add-on, you know, let us know. Um. And. We'll get back to you on that, Karen. Do you want to read number six?
2: Yep, so this email is from Brian. Uh, Hey, Brian again here. I just wanted to get back in touch with the Sheo to reply to him about the Reaper mouse. When you open the Reaper uh, settings in the system tray, they label the last button as seventh button. I have had no problems getting to map, so I'm not sure what the issue might be for you. What keys are you mapping them to? I am using Home and Backspace for the 5th, 6th, and 7th buttons, respectively. Something you may want to try is using an add-on that allows you to hover map buttons. Two add-ons that I use are Dominoes and AutoBar. Um, I currently have Mount mapped to the 7th button, uh, Backspace through AutoBar. If you need any assistance with this, please email me back. This should work. Good luck and best wishes, Brian. Thanks,
1: Brian. Maybe uh, we will get back to us next week on that one. And email number seven is from Keelhaul. shale. last week I emailed and spoke about hunters and how they are my favorite class. When I was talking about warlocks and their pet, I was not talking about the utility of the pet. I think we all have seen the videos with locks soloing some impressive stuff with their pets. I was talking about the pet skins. A void walker is a void walker is a void walker, etc. I was merely saying how I appreciated the choices that hunters have when choosing their pets. That's a good point. Yeah. There are yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when I'm in like Dalaran or, or Shatrath and I have my demon out and then somebody walks by with a demon, I'm like, wait a minute, where's my demon doing going over there? Oh, wait, that's not my. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing you might want to try selling when transferring Horde Pets to the Alliance side is the starting gear and weapons in the Blood Out starting zone. It's all level 1 gear that looks great. I tend to do better with the starting weapons, mana, staff, etc. than I do with the armor. But I've sold all pieces at one time or another. Just be careful not to flood the market. That's true with anything. I've seen somebody lately been putting up like 20 items or something. And it's just stupid. You need to like put up 3 or 4 because if somebody sees a bunch of stuff on the auction house, they're going to think it's not rare, and they're going to gonna skip over it. Uh, most of the items can be purchased for a silver or less, and I sell them for 20 gold each. Ooh, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have read that on the air.
2: <laughs> Whoops.
1: <laughs> uh, let me go edit that out <laughs> on the Alliance auction house. A lot of folks like to dress up their level one bank alts, and this stuff is perfect for doing that. Hmm, That's a good thought. And Glanther, I will be starting the Sons of Hoder quest this weekend. Hopefully, thank you very much for the battle naked tip while doing when doing the thrusting Hoder spear quest. There will be at least one more naked dwarf hanging out on a flying dragon. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Thanks again for the great podcast, Keel Hall.
2: Oh, thank you, Hall.
1: Dwarf hunter. <laughs>
2: And I've gotten really good at doing that quest. And so I did it the other day without um, any, like, with my armor on. Mm -hmm. But it's just not as much fun when you have your armor on. You know, like, the whole world would be much better if they had naked dwarfs everywhere. You know, like, it's just so much better to sit there and, like, getting all down to just your tabard and, like, saying, come get me, you dragon, you know. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So did you want to read the last one?
2: Yes. So thanks and stuff. Email number eight uh thank you number one from jeff uh hey guys listened to episode 104 last night and was excited to hear my email story of i found my soulmate in hellfire hey, let's, Peninsula. let's
1: go back and start over there's no email number eight that was just a placeholder i'm really sorry
2: oh whoops whoops, whoops. <laughs>
1: yeah so all right let's so, just go on to uh i'll just say all right well that's that's the end of the email let's go on to thanks and stuff you want to read our thank you
2: Yes, yes, yes. So, thanks, number one, from Jeff. Hey, guys. Listened to episode 104 last night and was excited to hear my email story of I found my soulmate in Hellfire Peninsula on the show. Good show, too. Thanks, guys. And, wow, when a shell rolled at one and my baby and I heard that I won the contest thingy, Whoops! how totally cool. Maybe I need to play the lotto this weekend. Laugh out loud. Anyways, as far as the prize goes, I'd like to get an authenticator when they become available. Thanks again so much for the show, uh, and to Acheo for rolling a one. Sincerely, Jeff, a.k.a. Maitoso and his beautiful warlock lady, Solaria, on the Undermine Realm. Take care, kids, and thank you for calling me a kid. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me feel young.
1: (laughs) Thank you for the thank you, Jeff. But you know, you also get to pick out a mini pet for uh, for Solaria, so let me know which one you want, and I can mail that one right away. Uh, The link is in the show notes, and I'll send you the link again in an email uh, just for such a wonderful story. I do want to say that uh, authenticators are still on back or sold out on on the site. So I've got uh, a list of the people who want authenticators. As soon as they're out, you will be getting them. And would you like to roll? Are you in game?
2: I'm not because uh-huh. my computer gets really loud okay. when I play, so. All
1: right, so seven. <gasps> ah, c- <laughs> I guess we won. Ah. <laughs> oh, fates. Where is a Shea when you need him? All right, LaShawn, you won. <laughs> You're blowing on the dice work. I would like for you to write back with a follow-up and a, longer story but uh, send me uh, let me know if you want the authenticator or the dice thank you everyone else for your emails and uh, we'd love to hear the the authenticator oh, did I say the authenticator or the dice the authenticator or the month of World of Warcraft
2: I bet you Lashawn is one of those people that always you know rolls really high in like the raids and the dungeons and always yeah. gets exactly <laughs> what he wants all the time <laughs> We're on to you, LaShawn. We're on to you. All right.
1: All (laughs) righty. Okay, so that's another end of Control Art Wow, episode 105. I'm Aprilian for the Horde.
0: This is a show for the Horde. And I'm
2: Glanther for the Alliance.
0: Give or take. You like me like sail here. It's been real. May you
2: always be victorious. May the
0: gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. All May our paths cross again. Catch you later! Aldil Shalah. Go in peace.